Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Hey, I want to tell you about the lab. If you haven't heard, it is wellness. Anywhere you go, you could listen to it like a podcast. Um, they're basically live Zoom classes, but you could listen to them on a run, or you could turn the camera on and engage with them. We have a thriving community of like-minded people trying to live better lives, and it's been amazing. Not only do we have the foundational classes like codependency and and, uh, ch- and trauma and relationships and all that, but we also have a lot of fun classes because it's so hard to make friends as adults, right? So we have tarot card readings, we have soul shower, we have astrology readings. Uh, we're turning wellness into a lifestyle. We're also uh, going to run a retreat soon. So come and hang out with us. Come ride with us. Go to the website to get into uh, the lab and then go download the app. We have a brand new app out with tons of audio. I'm going to give you a discount code um, and this is for a limited time. So if you're listening to this, you could join the lab for only $20. It's like a drop-in fee. For three months, it's $20 a month. Go to tatlab.app. That's tatlab.app. And the discount code is live better. It's case sensitive. So all lowercase, one word, live better. And I will see you in the lab. So I was at Whole Foods the other day and uh, I picked up um, a food product that was overpriced and something hit me. I said to myself, I remember this was my dream. Um, when I was broke and wandering the streets of K-Town, aimlessly trying to build a practice, uh, I remember thinking, I just want to be able to shop at Whole Foods without you know, being concerned with the receipt. I want to go into Whole Foods um, and just buy groceries. And uh, I had this revelation uh, over the weekend because that's, that's where we shop now, um, that if you get what you want, right, for example – um, my goal to shop at Whole Foods one day and not like shop once in a while, but like that's your normal grocery store, right? Um, and if you get to the island, you look for the next island, you look for something bigger, you know? And I think that is something we don't think about when we're swimming to the island. So, I'll give you another example. Um, when I uh, quit screenwriting and started blogging, uh, I mean, to be a published author, I mean, it was more than a dream. I didn't think it was realistic. It was so far, you know, in the future. And um, when I landed my first book agent and then we went out with a book, um, I remember we went out to like 24 publishers and I remember like on a plane praying on the way home uh, because most of them have uh, passed right uh, 
like, I remember praying like, oh, if I could just get this book deal, if I could just land this, you know, then I'll be happy. Then everything will work out. Um, and that happened. <laughs> and I'm super grateful for, for that happening, of course. But uh, it didn't make me consistently happy. What it did was it made me want more, you know. And my point is, what I've learned in life is you're swimming to something and you're saying, okay, if I just can have this, right? If I could have this relationship, if I could have this job, or I see what this person is doing, if I could make New York Times, you know, bestseller, if I could have whatever it is that you want, once you get there, chances are that's only going to fire you up to want more. And, you know, part of that is just the world that we live in. It's society. It's, you know, it's advertising. Um, it's, it's all of this. And it, it's almost like um, scratching an itch. And when you scratch it, it just like it not only feels good, but then, you know, um, you scratch harder and harder. And OK, that was not a good I don't know what that 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 made no sense. OK, it's, it's not like that. Um, what it's like is <laughs> here's what it's like. It's like being hungry. And you're thinking about, so when I was uh, pledging a fraternity years ago, uh, they ba- basically starved us for a week. We ate peanuts and I think one hot dog um, and got peed on. And by the way, the fraternity is, um, it, it's such a sad representation of how we want approval and validation and to be a part of something so bad, you know. And in, in college, high school, we're just sponges. And so just to fit in, you know, we're getting pissed on and starved. And anyway, so um, I remember uh, how hungry I was in the garage during Hell Week, sleeping in little, uh, you know, uh, urine-stained <laughs> sleeping bags and just dreaming of like, in and out and a you know, steak sandwich and what, what I'm going to eat after this is over. And uh, halfway through that meal, when it was over, it's like, oh, okay, you know, you're over it. You want something else. You want something different, you know. And, and that hunger, uh, it's not satisfying and, uh, and, it, and you just want more. And I think it's the same thing with what we want in life. I know when I was uh, going through my divorce, um, one of the reasons why I was in such a chasing state and I was so miserable was um, I paused life until I had some things and the things never came. So life was basically on pause. I lived in my head. Uh, And if you follow me, you know the story, right? And I think that we have to be aware as we swim toward our island. When we get there, there's a lot of work to be done (laughs) as far as like uh, building a house and uh, making sure you don't die from the animals. And how are you going to eat? Like, I don't think when you swim to the island and you get there that then, you know, life uh, is amazing. There are more problems. There is more anxiety. They, you know, and so the the goal or the um, the lesson for me is now it's not about swimming to an island. Now it's about sitting in what is 
and stretching the muscle of appreciating what you have. And I know there's a lot of people out there right now that that they they're in life transition. Um, um, you know, they've lost people, they've lost friends, they've lost jobs, so they don't have much, right? So I get that. I've been there. It's really hard to practice gratitude when you are at a very low place in your life, right? It's hard to practice gratitude when you're living off top ramen and trying to build something. I, I, I get that. And when I was um, going through my, uh, uh, getting my hours and, and, and going through my, um, you know, practicum and underpaid, overworked, uh, trying to swim toward licensure. All my friends around me, you know, they were all making six figures plus, and I was working in nonprofit, wearing khakis and uh, this uniform, um, taking kids grocery shopping, and making like 35 grand a year, you know. And uh, during those times, it would, yeah, it was really hard to be grateful. You know, my dream was to, to, to shop at Whole Foods, right? And it's all, it's like, it's all relative. Like today, of course, I have more, um, you know, I've accomplished some goals. uh, But that urge to pause life or not be grateful or, or to, you know, not enjoy or allow yourself to be happy until you get the next big thing, that is still there. And I think that's dangerous. And so one of the things that I've decided uh, to really work on the last year or two is to sit in what I have now. This doesn't mean to not want more. I mean, I'm super ambitious. You know, I want to keep building. I want to grow reach. I want to help as many people as I can. I want to write more books, all of that stuff, of course. But it's to sit in what you have now, right? Know how far you've come. This episode is brought to you by Skillshare, and we all know that when you give a gift, giving someone something that you have made or something that requires a skill goes a lot further than just buying someone something, right? Well, this year, this holiday season, get creative and learn how to make the perfect handmade gift with Skillshare's online classes. What is Skillshare? Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. With so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives. Community, that's really important, right? So you're not doing this alone. Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. So one of my favorite classes, and don't laugh, is called Plants at Home. Now, I have a really uh, zero talent when it comes to creating spaces that make you feel calm and uh, connect to yourself. So this class, Plants at Home, Uplift Your Spirits and Your Space by Christopher Geffen, uh, is now one of my favorites because now I know how to um, make spaces the way that I make a little treehouse in my house. So I'm going to give you something today. Because I want you to give a gift that means more. I want you to get creative and learn how to make the perfect handmade gift this holiday season. Go to Skillshare.com forward slash angry, A-N-G-R-Y, and get a free trial of premium membership. Skillshare is incredibly affordable, especially when it compared to like the pricey in-person classes and workshops. Um, the, the annual subscription is less than 10 bucks. So go to skillshare.com forward slash angry, A-N-G-R-Y, and get a free trial of 
premium membership. Let this be the year that uh, you give the gift of thoughtfulness, of your uniqueness. You give the gift of you. Be grateful for who you are, not just what you have, right? So if you can't be grateful because you don't have much, well, where have you been? Where are you now? Can you be grateful for your story? Can you be grateful for um, the stand, for getting back up? Can you be grateful because you go and work out every day or because you're making a decision to uh, be single on purpose or um, you know, you're doing things, even if they're very small, even if it's just a meditation a day, you're doing things where you're working on yourself. Can you be grateful for that? You know, Starting there and then really enjoying the stuff that you have, knowing that you're building, that you're growing, you're evolving, you know? There's never going to be a time when you have everything and you're done. It's, it's, a, um, it's an itch that you can't scratch, you know. And so what happens, I believe, is as you start to sit in your gratitude and press play on your life and you seek nectar and be present and really take a breath and show up and at the same time, work your ass off and, and you know, do everything you can to, to build. Um, as you start to live instead of exist, right? That doesn't hang on something happening, but you make a decision and it starts now, whether you're going through a divorce, rebuilding your life, or maybe things are going great for you. Okay, still, to actually live your life, enjoy your friends, your company, um, the day. I had a... I had a um, I had a little espresso, a shot of espresso today, which I don't usually do. I have, um, I usually have coffee. Today I decided to switch it up and have a, a shot of espresso. And uh, when I was there, uh, the guy was telling me, the barista was saying, oh, you came at a good day because we just roasted our beans and the espresso is like silky. Um, and I was like, cool. And uh, on the drive home, because espresso is like you could down that in two seconds, right? On the drive home, I took a second and um, I took a sip of the espresso, and I just got super present, tasted, felt the espresso going down my throat, and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Now, hold on. I know it sounds silly. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I said to myself, oh, that's, that's amazing. It lasted like a split second, right? It reminded me of um, Italy. The, in Italy, everyone drinks espresso shots, I mean, throughout the day constantly. Uh, that was my first introduction of espresso. I used to think espresso was disgusting. Like, what? it just looks like sand, like, not sand, it looks like just fertilizer, it tastes like shit. Um, but then I was like, oh, this is really good. And uh, my point is, in that moment, um, I dropped into my body and really appreciated that one shot of espresso, you know? I showed up to that experience that was two seconds. And I did that consciously with effort because I know that is the practice, you know? That is the practice. And I'm using that as a really, uh, just a silly example, but that's the practice in life is to show up, be present, be grateful, 
know how far you've come, knowing that you are going to go further. There's an evolution. There's also things happening that you can't see, you know, and you got to trust that. you got to trust your story. Anyway, this morning I just felt called to give you that reminder if you need it. I know that uh, if I could go back to my old self when I was struggling, that's one of the messages that I would really want to hear is that once you get to the island, it's it's just the beginning. You're still building, right? Um, you're always going to want more. And so exercise the practice of hitting play on your life instead of pause. Exercise the practice of sitting in, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's, um, you know, when I, when I was working in nonprofit with the kids, I remember there was a part of me that um, was embarrassed and this isn't why I went to therapy school. This isn't why I dropped 60 grand. I didn't want to work in nonprofit. Why is the universe throwing me into this world? And I didn't want to work with kids. And I was just like, ugh. but I had moments. And, and of course, looking back, those were some of the, the richest um, growth moments as a therapist. Uh, it wasn't the, the, the classrooms. It was in nonprofit when I learned the most. And when I look back, it's like, oh, I felt like summer camp, you know. And I was, um, I had such a great opportunity to be in the trenches with these kids and make a dent because they trusted me. And um, now looking back, I realize, oh, it happened so fast. When I was in it, I thought it was permanent. I thought it was forever. I thought I was going to be a lifer, you know. Um, and it's hard to see. And it's hard to connect dots when you're in the trenches. But um, now looking back, I was like, oh, I wish I was more present. I, I I wish I allowed myself to be there with those kids more, knowing that this wasn't forever and it was just going to be one point in my life, you know. I didn't have the tools. I was in panic uh, state and I was comparing my life to other people and I felt like I had less and all of that. So wherever you are in your life, know that it's temporary even if you're like even if your life is amazing it's probably temporary because there's going to be turbulence right so soak it in drink that espresso and uh sit in it enjoy it even if it's for 2 seconds knowing that that muscle that you're exercising that's what's going to make you happy not getting to the island Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.